It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is in Utah today trying to do what she can to gain support before Super Tuesday. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, Your Voice, Your Vote 2024. Adam? Amanda Haley will be holding a rally at Utah Valley University this afternoon starting at 1230. Now we weren't given a ton of details in terms of what she'll be speaking about, but she'll be looking to swing Utah Republican voters who at this point, as we know, are still overwhelmingly backing former President Donald Trump. According to a Deseret News Hinckley Institute of Politics poll conducted last month, just about half of registered Utah Republican voters said they would vote for former President Trump if the primary was held at that time. Well, just 22% said they'd vote for Haley, though it was important note Ron DeSantis was still in the race at the time. Haley has already visited four states since Sunday looking to gain ground ahead of Super Tuesday. Utah is stop number five. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Obviously we're less than a week away now from Super Tuesday when Utah Republicans will run a presidential preference poll in caucus meetings. Democrats will have a primary election. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues our live team coverage. Your voice, your vote, 2024. Peter? Tim, Utah's joining 14 other states and American Samoa to voice who they want to lead the Republican and Democratic presidential ticket this November. Both major parties are having a caucus. That means supporters can show up to their local political precinct, but only Republicans will be allowed into theirs, while Democrats welcome any registered voters. So if you're a Republican and want to choose your presidential nominee, you'll need to attend your county's caucus event and vote in person. If you're a Democrat, you'll need to submit a mail-in ballot, and you can show up to the caucus if you also want to elect delegates that will go to finalize the nominee in August. The United Utah Party and American Independent Party will also be having their caucuses the same night. If you want more information, check caucus.utah.gov. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Primary voters across Michigan handed decisive wins to President Biden and former President Trump last night. ABC's Lionel Moise has more. In Michigan's Republican primary, former President Trump winning another landslide, but Nikki Haley is vowing to stay in the race through Super Tuesday. As for Trump, he's already focusing on the general election, where Michigan will once again be a crucial battleground. Tens of thousands of Democrats, instead of voting for President Biden, chose to cast their ballots as uncommitted. A major gun case is going before the Supreme Court today. Jeremiah Cottle says he may soon get out of the bump stock business, even though a high court victory could once again help him rake in millions. He says more than anything, the Supreme Court showdown is about vindicating his version of the American dream. It gave me the opportunity to do something amazing, to create a business, to get my children off of food stamps, to actually employ people so that they could have good jobs. Devin Dwyer, ABC News. The other big story of the morning is the BYU men's basketball team. They made history last night, beating the seventh-ranked Kansas Jayhawks on their home court. Kansas had won 19 straight games at home. After double digits down, the Cougs took the lead in the last few minutes at Allen Fieldhouse and never looked back. Coach Mark Pope says it doesn't get any easier moving forward in the Big 12 as the Cougs host TCU on Saturday. We're really on 
the cusp of postseason play where every game gets bigger and every game gets bigger, and we're going to try and remain even-keeled and urgent and faithful as we proceed forward. Jackson Robinson and Dallin Hall led scoring for the Cougs with 18 points each. Tip-off Saturday at Marriott Center set for 7 p.m. Pre-game at 6 here on the broadcast home of the BYU Cougars. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. Some Cougs fans didn't want to wait till Saturday. The team got home at 2.30 in the morning. It was 20 degrees outside, and this happened. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, my gosh. Students started gathering outside the airport around 1.30 and waited for an hour in below freezing temperatures to welcome the team back home. Coming up in uh, about 10 minutes, we'll play an extended portion of Coach Mark Pope's postgame comments after the team's big win. We'll look forward to that. 22nd-ranked Utah State was also in action last night on the road against Fresno State. The Aggies found themselves down late, but a last-second desperation three-point shot went in and sent the game to overtime. Utah State went on to get the win, which keeps them at the top of the Mountain West. We've had a win so far on the roads this morning. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. Andy? And it's still looking pretty good. The only freeway delay I'm seeing at the moment is a stretch between Midvale, 7200 South, and 5300 South, and Marine. even that's not very bad. Drivers in Utah County enjoying especially Lehigh, a much better drive than yesterday. Going into the canyons as well, Big and Little are open without restriction. And so far, all clear. Uh, then a little bit of northbound traffic that's starting to back up near 21st Street in Ogden. Out of Weber County, I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Brand new this morning, the funeral for Alexei Navalny has been announced and will take place on Friday. The funeral will be open to the public despite the Russian government putting pressure on Navalny's family to keep it private. The Russian opposition leader died in an Arctic prison earlier this month. We also woke up this morning to find out dozens of skiers had to be evacuated off a malfunctioning chairlift at Brian Head. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with the details on that story. Michael? Tim, this happened to be one of the lifts for giant steps, and if you've ever been to Brianhead, you'll know that's a long lift ride. So they had 180 people who had to be taken off, with ski patrol starting from the top and working their way down, using ropes and harnesses to get the skiers down. Now, the whole operation took two hours, but nobody was injured. The resort's marketing director, Amber Palmer, tells St. George News she attributes that to the ski patrol's training. Now, as for the cause of the malfunction, the resort's chalking this one up to a mechanical issue. And since then, the lift was repaired. Reporting live, Michael Commits, KSL News Radio. Our local ski resorts are reporting a few new inches overnight. Alta, Powder Mountain, and Snowbird have six new inches. Beaver Mountain and Snow Basin check in with four. And Deer Valley, Eagle Point, Park City, and Solitude have two new inches. Don't count on getting any more today. Let's check the weather. And the warm-up actually starts this afternoon. That means 47 for us today when yesterday's high was 35. Nice rebound anywhere from 10 to 12 degrees with sunny skies today. Uh, high pressure will move off to the east. That usually opens the door for southerly flow. So we'll be breezy tomorrow, 58, mostly sunny. Matt said on his uh, X account yesterday that March is uh, forecast to be higher than normal precipitation. Oh, wow. So that's more good news. Uh, we will enjoy a high near 60 on Friday before the next round of storms move in for the weekend. My grass may actually grow again. <laughs> yes. Sandy police are asking for the public's help in a hit and run that sent a mother and daughter to the hospital on Saturday. The pair were walking along the shoulder of 17th East, approaching 114th South, when they were hit from behind. Police are asking people in the area to check their doorbell cameras for information. 
Florida now has had 10 confirmed cases of measles, with most coming from an outbreak at an elementary school. Florida's for, uh, former Surgeon General, Dr. Scott Rivke, says he's disappointed with state officials who told parents it was okay to keep unvaccinated kids at school when the outbreak was first reported. If you have one dose of vaccine, there's a 95% chance you'll be protected against measles. If you have wow. two doses, it brings it up to 99%. He says 20 to 50 percent of children with a confirmed measles diagnosis will end up being hospitalized. Small businesses say they're feeling optimistic this year. ABC's Daria Albinger reports. 85 percent of small business owners surveyed by American Express say they're satisfied with the success of their businesses. Most say they plan to hire this year, and they say providing flexible work options is still the best way to get the best talent. Most businesses say they will be providing flexible work options to attract new employees. 